Hi guys, my name is Dolly Duba and welcome to another episode of Something Light. I'm very happy to be here to see y'all once again. Um, it's been a little while, but um, I'm glad to be back. So uh, I'd just like to appreciate you guys first for all of the reviews and the messages that you've given me pertaining the podcast. I'm just really glad that it's getting to you, you know, and you're hearing it and you're seeing it in the right way and you're receiving it in the right way. And I'm just glad that God could use me as a vessel to speak to y'all. So I just hope that whatever that you hear from me, you may see me only as a vessel, you know, because God really is the main character. But nonetheless, let's just get right into it, right? So today we're going to be speaking on fake scenarios. And uh, I feel like I'm the right person to be speaking about this because I've experienced my fair share of fake scenarios and the detriment that comes with it you know so i also know a lot of people that actually struggle with it i think a lot of people struggle with it and when i say a lot of people i mean a lot of women it's just that we find it very hard to admit it and for myself as well for a really long time i did um struggle to admit it um one of the reasons is because i didn't really see how deep it was like it's it's not that deep it's just thinking you know, but once the Lord actually made me realize, okay, this is actually serious, then only I started, you know, seeing, okay, this is something that I should actually try to change. So firstly, we'll just, you know, bring to light what fake scenarios are for those who don't know what they are. Fake scenarios are basically just imaginations that you have in your mind pertaining a specific area of your life or just your life in general. And you think excessively on these things and how you would like your your life to be. So how you would want your career to go, your future to go, your relationship to go. Or even if you're maybe single and how you would like a relationship to go. Um, marriage, children, your house, your apartment, or even like your appearance as a person you know maybe your beauty how you'd like your your body to look your face to look you know so fake scenarios like a very very broad but um today i do want to share my experience on the area to do with relationships because that's the one that i struggled with the most like yes i would have fake scenarios on my my life in general like school career um friendships but i think the most problematic one was the one to do with relationships right so this one was actually something that i had been thinking about quitting sound like an addict well <laughs> but this is an area that i had been considering changing because i could see that no man like something something is not right here you know because it would get to an extent where I couldn't really concentrate. Like when I was praying, for example, I'd get distracted. And I'm not a person that gets distracted very easily. Like when I pray and I try to do something like a task, I'm able to get it done without any distractions or being prone to any. Or for example, like when I was reading my Bible, like, you know, when you're constantly reading one line because you can't focus, like that's how it would be. And from there, I noticed that, okay, this, this is a problem. 
And I think what set it in stone is when God called me out on it because I had a dream, right? And a friend of mine helped me interpret the dream and shout out to him. Thank you for that. And um, God was basically telling me through the dream that you're doing this way too much. You know, you you're doing it way too excessively. And um, he called me out on like misusing my gift of prophecy because he's given me that gift right and he told me that I was trying to use this gift he's given me in a way to tap into what could be pertaining this specific area of my life and he was basically just touching on how if I constantly do this and I constantly try to figure out each and every side of something then it's going to ruin the beauty like eventually when it comes to you it's just going to it's just going to not be as beautiful as it could be you know it's going to be very underwhelm not underwhelming but if you just stop thinking about it too much and you trust that i've already done it like your experience is going to be amazing and yeah he was just also touching on how like once you do get into the relationship it's good it's going to ruin the intimacy between y'all and how y'all can you know relate to each other or whatever because your brain for the longest time has been so hyperactive to this one thing that when it finally comes you just crash like you just go downhill it's like when you um smoke something or when you intake something to to stimulate yourself right it like goes up 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 and then when you reach the the threshold you then start crashing and that's why like people after having engaged in these sorts of things like you feel very depressed and you feel very down because you reached that that threshold and then you ended up crashing so it's the same thing with this right and not only was it like destructive and let me just explain how it can be destructive in in, in terms of your brain right because your brain was was designed in such a way that it would make every single thing that you do easier for you right so it's called neuroplasticity basically neuroplasticity is the process of your brain changing when you do something new so that the more and more you do them the easier it becomes to you so that's why there's terms like practice makes perfect right so god designed this in such a way that we could use this this function in our brain for good things for good things right like setting our minds on things above so if you're constantly thinking on things that are noble on things that are that are worthy of thinking on according to him then that's going to take on the trajectory of your life so as a man thinketh in his heart so is he so as your thoughts are as you think about whatever you thinking it's going to bleed into your actual life like if you get into traffic for example and you you end up being late for work like you could just get frustrated because naturally you know that's how it would be like oh my gosh i don't want to be late i want to impress my boss or whatever however at least i actually have a car at least i actually 
have a mode of transport at least i actually have a job to go to especially considering the uh economic state of south africa of our country you know like having a job really is a huge blessing so if you're setting your mind on things above that's how you're going to react to the situation because you're constantly thinking in that way it's going to bleed in how you encounter or how you tackle these situations that you come across whether they be good or bad so that's where the neuroplasticity is being used in a good way because you've accustomed your mind to naturally gravitate to what is positive that is what your life is going to look like so when we use this in a negative way yes it could you know take a different direction which is pessimism as opposed to optimism but um, in this situation, right, to appropriately stick this concept, it is uh, fake scenarios since that's, what we're, since that's what we're talking about. And these fake scenarios, when they are done constantly, they end up being something that you don't even have to intentionally do. Like, okay, now I'm going to think about this. It just naturally comes. Like, think about it. Think about it. What are the thoughts that are filling up your day what are the first things that you think about when you wake up what are the last things that you think about before you go to bed so the more and more you do it the more it's going to become subconscious and that's why i was saying that it ended up being really difficult for me to read my bible in order for me to concentrate while i pray because it had become subconscious like uh i think it's second corinthians 10 verse 5 right and it says that you know like these pretensions set themselves up above the knowledge of god and the knowledge of god is what reality because jesus is the truth so when we are constantly just filling up our minds with fantasies we become fools that's what it says in the bible we become fools people who chase after fantasies you're not being wise because these things are taking up so much of your time so much of your time that you're not even able to contribute the appropriate energy the appropriate thoughts the appropriate time to things that actually matter and don't get me wrong like god is not against you having desires because he does say that if you ask, it'll be given to you. If you delight in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. He's not against you having aspirations. It's just that when you put these things above him, then it becomes a problem because they become an area of idol worship. And that's where the intimacy of y'all's relationship gets disrupted because we get so focused on acquiring the things that we want so badly that we disrupt or we overlook who god is to us right so we end up seeking him because of what we want from him we don't seek him because we genuinely just want to be in his presence because we genuinely just want to chill with him because we genuinely just want to be his friend his companion you know so yeah just it's okay to have aspirations but don't put them above god a danger that i think we don't realize about fake scenarios that are in relation to relationships is how disrespectful they actually are because when we look at uh i think it's first corinthians let me just check here in my bible real quick 
Um, it's First Corinthians thirteen verse four, right? And it says, "Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others, and it is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongdoing." So. The way love is described here is that it does not dishonor others. And by having these pretensions of, oh, maybe if I was in a relationship with this guy or this girl, it's dishonoring to them. And like, I know what you're thinking that, no, it's not that deep. It's just thinking. But like the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. It is not what goes into your my, your mouth that defiles you, but it is what comes out of your mouth that makes someone defiled. Because what comes out of your mouth is a depiction of what is in your heart. So the way that you would be dishonoring this person is like, maybe y'all are not even going to get married like that. You know, maybe y'all are not going to end up together. And by you thinking in that way, you're actually disrespecting their future spouse. So the way I'm saying this, just for you to like get what I'm saying, like to get the picture. Um, while I was having a conversation with God pertaining this very exact same thing about fake scenarios, um, I was just being upfront and honest with him. I was just telling him that I don't understand why he expects me to just not think about these things i'm a single woman and i have the desire to get with a godly man so how is that wrong how is it wrong for me to think how this would go or that would go or how this scenario would go and when he responded to me he actually said something that's very interesting god reminded me of once of what i once said he's like aren't you always the one that's always saying that each and every single thing that's supposed to happen has already happened in the spiritual. It's just a matter of it coming to fruition in the physical. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so he's like, okay, if you put yourself in the shoes of a married woman, would you still be looking at these men the way that you're looking at them right now? And I was like, yeah, like, yo, that's, that's very insightful, you know, like if you already believe that what is for you will come to you, like if you believe that each and every single thing that God has for you and that God has promised to you is going to be fulfilled by him, then why do you keep on making these scenarios in your head that are fitting your own narrative to make up something that you think God is supposed to be doing. You know, it's almost like we said, we we tell God how to do things in a way. Like, God, I want this right now. How about you give me my person right now? You know, and it's like, God has all of this planned out already. It's just that when we rush into it and we're impatient, it just shows that we're not ready, to be honest. Because if you really are ready, whether or not it comes, you're going to be okay. Because your identity is not found in a relationship. Your identity is found in Christ. So it doesn't matter about what you do or what you don't have. 
what matters is who and what you put your trust in you know and if you feel like a relationship would be that final thing or that final puzzle or there's a void inside of you that you're feeling and until you get with someone it just shows that it's an idol you're not ready for a relationship you'll only be ready once you are okay with or without it and don't lie to yourself don't be like "Mm, yeah i i'm independent you know i can't no don't do that because you're just you're just harming yourself you're just you're just preventing your own progress be honest just admit it you know i do feel like i am dependent on a relationship i do feel like if i had a relationship i would be complete the next thing right going back to the verse that we read in first corinthians where it talks about love and how it describes it love does not envy when we get into these fake scenarios that's that's what we're doing we're being envious oh i want this so bad i want this situation to go like this i want like we're being envious and another thing aside from dishonoring others it's like it love is not self-seeking yeah that's another way that it describes love love is not self-seeking so when we're having these fake scenarios we're trying to fulfill our own selfish desires right we're trying to fulfill what we think is the ideal what we think should be happening instead of just trusting in what god has already set out for us and aside from these scenarios being sinful and being destructive to your brain i think it's also like creating an unrealistic view of life and relationships like have have you seen how sometimes as women we will like make the most trivial things deal breakers like if it doesn't buy me flowers and i'm leaving him if he does and i'm not saying that it's bad to have standards but girl come on like there are certain things where you can just see that really like are flowers gonna raise your children like are flowers going to provide for you like it's more about the character of the guy than it is about the physical things that he can give you like it's okay you know to to want a guy to buy you flowers and you know because it just shows that okay he's actually thinking um and he's trying to do all of these things that actually show that he loves me or he likes me or whatever the case may be but you can't make that a deal breaker at least the way i look at it let me just say this is my opinion but i think excuse me but i think what i'd place emphasis on is the character of a guy like do you pray for me do you you can buy me flowers but can you pray for me like calling me at 3 a.m you know wake up let's pray you can you can buy me chocolates you can do all of these insignificant things or these things that are on the surface but genuinely as a christian woman if you want to have a good relationship that actually pleases the lord that actually threatens the kingdom of darkness then you look you need to look deeper than just a guy buying you flowers you need to see if okay does this gent actually can he lead does he have the potential to actually lead us as a family 
you know does he hear from god before he hears from his friends before he takes advice from everyone else including himself does he take advice from god so when we have these fake scenarios sometimes we just end up placing unrealistic not even unrealistic but like standards that don't even matter you know and when we get into these relationships and they don't fulfill the fake scenarios that we've had for so long you'll end up missing out on a really good thing you'll end up breaking up with a genuinely good guy or a genuinely good girl just because they didn't buy you flowers or just because they don't fit your fake scenario so now we're just going to get into ways on how to actually deal with this and overcome fake scenarios right so firstly you have to admit that it's a problem until you're fully honest with yourself that i have an issue you're not gonna get through it because if you're constantly putting in some kind of filter and you're trying to package it in a way that seems appropriate you're just holding yourself back like imagine if you went to a therapy session and you only told the therapist half of the problem or half of the events that led up to the reason why you're in that office in the first place the therapy session is not going to be effective if you're holding things back and it goes back to what i was saying i think i think i posted this on my story the other day and basically along the lines of don't tell god what you think he wants to hear from you oh because you know i've always prayed like this our father heart in heaven hello be thine it's it's a it's good it's good to do those things but sometimes just genuinely sitting down and having an open transparent conversation with the lord is going to be so effective because with what i did when i was telling him i don't know why you expect me to not think about these things when i actually came right out and said that not only did it lift a weight off my shoulders but he gave me insight on how to think about it in the right way and then i was like oh okay now i see it you know and it differs from person to person that's why i'm saying that for you personally that's what you're going to have to do with god on your own and actually ask him or tell him this is the problem that i'm dealing with and be very specific don't assume oh god knows everything he knows what's in my no say it okay say it because when you say it out loud it's more for yourself and not necessarily for god and then um the second thing is to find the root and this is something that you probably won't be able to get to on your own which is why conversation is important between you and god because he'll show you that oh okay because this happened or because that happened or because you were chilling around these people then this concept was planted in your mind and it ended up being watered and it's grown into this thing that is very problematic right or maybe you can even ask yourself questions hmm what am i consuming why am i thinking this way what has led to me thinking like this you know and i'll share for me right share um how i got to this the reason why i think i have had a problem with fake scenarios is because in my past relationships i was lukewarm and the guys were the same so 
personally, I've never been in a relationship where we're both equally yoked in serving the Lord. Like I, I've, I've never experienced that. And because of that, there's this question mark that, okay, like, how is this going to go? Like once it does happen, I wonder if this gonna, if this is going to happen, this is going to happen, you know, because of that uncertainty, I end up creating sort of like trying to fill in the gap, you know, and, um, I think it's not my job to understand. It's not my job to tap into the future. It's not my job to try to use my gift of prophecy in a way that is going to be destructive and in a way that God did not design it for. Because through that, I'm being, I'm self-seeking, I'm being envious. It's not my job to figure out my future. So let me stop taking up a role that, by the way, can only be fulfilled by God. I don't have the capacity to tap into the future. Unless God actually reveals things to me and he says, oh, okay, this might happen. This might happen in this way. Expect this to happen. Like that's, I'm limited to only what he tells me. And once you accept that and you're like, okay, I'm a human being. I'm just a servant. I have limitations. And there are certain things that are just reserved for God. I will only depend on what you tell me. And when you have that dependence on God, it takes off the weight on you because you understand that my future doesn't lie in my hands. Yes, there are things that he has set up for me to do, but ultimately it is God that is going to make them be fulfilled. Because like Paul says, one man plants, one man waters, but ultimately it's God that makes it grow. I heard this on a podcast once and uh, yeah, it was on the just just different podcasts um and one of the gents was just saying that like when you're trying to overcome a certain addiction you don't just let go of it completely but instead you replace it because if you just let go of it completely you're gonna you're gonna be a vacant space and it's gonna be easy for you to fall back into that temptation because nothing is preoccupying whatever space that addiction was taking up so it's the same thing with this um fake scenarios thing instead of investing on what is not real invest on something that is real the only way to conquer an addiction that is based on fantasy is to replace it with something that is built on reality so with a relationship that you have with jesus that's something that's something that's real how about you invest in that and it'll it'll give you a new role or it will expose you to a role that Jesus actually takes up in your life which is being our first love being our spouse before you're married to a human being the first marriage that you have is between you and God and that's why when he describes our relationship in I think it's in in Ephesians 5 or 6 where he's describing the relationship of a married man and a married woman like the relationship we have between him and us right so look at it like that like go on dates with god that's actually something that you can do for real you know and just build that intimacy with him be honest with him have conversations with him you know and just spend time with him ask for his opinion on certain things oh god should i listen to this kind of playlist today like or what bible should i like 
what bible should i read um what <laughs> what part of the bible should i study today or what should i eat what should i wear you know like going to the grocery store with him god should i pick these apples or that lettuce like genuinely just integrating god in each and every part of your life the same you do with someone that you were married to share your deepest fears with him just genuinely immerse yourself in him let him be in you and you in him so before i close i just do want to say that if you find yourself in any of the things that i've expressed don't don't feel bad about yourself don't be like oh my gosh i'm so sinful i've tried so many times to conquer this and i'm just not getting it right don't dwell in condemnation romans 8 verse 1 says there is now no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus so don't dwell in the thing of you're a bad person because to be honest that just wastes time like with all the time that you're spending on lamenting and being like how ah, i could have done this better why do i keep on making the same mistake you could be investing that energy into rectifying whatever you've done wrong you know you could be using that energy to start thinking in a more positive way and yes it's not going to happen overnight but if you stay prayerful and if you're constantly seeking god each and every single day to help you on this thing that you are struggling with you are going to conquer you are going to be more than a conqueror like roman says another thing that could be really really helpful that i recommend is not trying to hide your sin don't hide the things that you're struggling with and this i'm saying in terms of the people around you it's good to confess to god but i think there's also a power in confessing to other people and not concealing your sin or keeping it to yourself because in james 5 verse 16 it says confess your sins to one another and pray for each other so that you may be healed the prayer of a righteous person is effective so it shows here that the power is in confession the power is in admitting that you know what i have a problem and when you pray about that with a person that is you know your friend or is a godly mentor or whatever it may be then when when you pray with each other that prayer will be effective and it'll it'll add into your journey of overcoming and conquering this struggle that you have because the prayer of a righteous person a righteous person is the one that is in christ is the one that has been deemed righteous not by their own acts but by the blood of jesus so there's a power in that you know and it's very important for us to be cognizant and take that seriously because it genuinely does work when you conceal your sin and you try to present yourself in a way that you 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 have all of this figured out and you have no struggles you're only holding yourself back you're pre you're preventing your own progress you know so yeah just confess your sins to one another pray for each other and you'll find that the person that you're confessing to you'll actually like end up inspiring them to confess about their sin as well or maybe even they going through the same thing that you're going through you know and you guys are able to not only talk about your experience but also through the intervention of christ in those conversations 
he'll be able to reveal things to you about them and re reveal things to them about you to help you guys you know so yeah so this next segment we're going to move into is called light playlist where i share a couple of songs that i've been listening to as of recently that i think you guys might like so i know the song has been out for quite a while but i really really love it and it's called look around by house fires and sicily This next one is from a project that is quite literally called The Gospel According to Jazz. And the song that I really like from it is called All the Earth by Kirk Wellem. And we're just going to close it off with a song called Every Step by Sunday and Mo Flow. Show me what is good and true And I will never follow the ways of a fool I'm laying back like the door and going back You're the captain of my ship Jesus take over the deck uh, Waves rise up and try to take my Thank you guys for listening this far I genuinely hope you took something from the episode And it has helped you If you really like it You can give it a thumbs up Or give it a rating on Spotify Or wherever that you are listening from And I hope to see you guys very soon in the next episode. But until next time, God bless.